0: I and Garlic here, and today we are going to talk about EOS again, our continuing series, and how EOS can help you to work with the right people, not just, you know, marketing is great, but working with the right people is super important. I've got an awesome guest, Aaron Perkypile. I didn't even confirm that that's how you... Uh, but you know we're talking a little bit about basketball uh i love basketball and we're gonna talk about some other fun things today but before we get started remember that Garlic market show is brought to you by storycruise.com the ultimate resource for finding videographers editors and marketers that know how to make videos that convert that get you business and one of the most powerful tools whether you're a gym a consultant or a business are your video case stories not testimonials They'll board 10x your sales marketing campaigns if you do them right. Just go to storycruise.com EOS to learn how to do them right and find all the re- right resources. Storycruise.com slash EOS. All right, Aaron Perkypile, let's talk. Thanks for being on. Tell us a little bit about your journey to becoming an EOS implementer, and then we'll get into how you helped really expand a gym during covid and the pandemic so let's uh
1: let's get tell me a little bit about that journey uh so i've done a lot of different things in my life um i i went to school for accounting and worked in public accounting initially and then some just some life things happened my dad went through a bone marrow transplant for leukemia so my wife and i had moved moved to back home to where they live in kansas city and then from there, we just kind of traversed the United States. We lived in upstate New York for three and a half years. And then we moved to Southwest Michigan for a year. We moved to Seattle for a year. And then eventually moved back to Lincoln where we live now uh, so I could teach accounting. And so I, I, along the way, I was learning all sorts of different things. Uh, I was learning about leadership and I was learning about uh, how, to, how to run organizations really, really well, and also how to run them really poorly. And uh, when I was back at, at uh, the school I was teaching at, I got the chance to coach basketball, which was a, a great, it was an awesome opportunity because you learn so much about how individuals work together and, and finding ways to motivate because not everybody's motivated by the same thing. So looking for the way to motivate and, and challenge and uh, build up the spirit of your players and your athletes uh, or your team members um, while still, basically holding them accountable and challenging them. Kind of near the, near the end of when I, was, I started to get a little bit antsy, I wanted to get back into, into business instead of just teaching about it. And so uh, I got hooked up with a local micro gym, a CrossFit gym, um, wearing the shirt, Lincoln Nutrition and Fitness is what we're called now. And so I started to talk to their to their uh, ownership group and I was like, hey guys, um, I have my summer screen. Is there anything I can do to help you guys out? And so I started from the bottom, you know, I just was painting the rooms and cleaning or fixing things. And then eventually they said, Hey, you know, we'd really like to update our website. Well, I'm an accountant. I'm an accountant. So I don't know anything about websites, but I'm like, well, I'll tell you what I'll I'll figure it out. Like I'll learn. I I love to learn. Um, And from that, it became very clear that they needed more than just a website. They needed kind of a, a, an internal structure change. And so I, I got uh, invited into that kind of leadership circle to, to kind of start working on the the innards of the business and the and the kind of behind the scenes stuff, and in the middle of all of that, I was introduced by another friend of mine to EOS, and I I read Get a Grip, I read Traction, I immediately hopped on a EOS implementer like they they do a call like what does it take to become an EOS implementer and I was hooked because it brought all of the things, it, it brought all of the concepts that I had learned as an undergraduate business at my MBA. They cover all these concepts. You know, they're quoting Patrick Lencioni and they're, they're quoting Jim Collins. And, but the tools that they brought out really solidified for me, like this makes so much sense. It's not I'm not reading a book and hopefully, you know, picking one thing out. Businessly, business owners do this all the time. Uh, I'll read a book and I'm like, oh shit, I should maybe try to do that. And then they they kind of halfway do something for a little while and then um, they move on and, and they read another book and they try to implement something else, but this pulled everything together, right? The EOS system pulls all of the things together to make sure that you're on the right, everybody's on the same page of where you're trying to go um, and that you have the right people on board and it clarifies your your core values. I, I love, I just love the system. You're measuring things instead of just kind of flying by the seat of your pants. And, you know, a lot of the clients that, that I've worked with have, they're like, yeah, I think we're making money, but they're, they're not <laughs> really sure. And, um, you know, and we sold some stuff this month, so I think we're good. <laughs> and uh, I, that's and so it ca- common. It common to me is just cringing. Like, Ugh, you should know what you, you should know what you're doing.
0: Yeah. It, it's so, such a problem.
1: Yeah. The, uh, so going through this process, it, um, it really helped the, le- the leadership team of that micro gym get a clear picture of where they wanted to go. And it became clear that the ownership group wasn't all on the same page. Um, and that resulted then uh, eventually in them um, splitting up and one of the owners bought the gym outright. And that's when I got to come on board as a as a fractional integrator for them. Um, and now I've served as their fractional integrator slash of operations. Um, but what it really did, for that mic for our, our gym you know, over the last year, especially, um, when we became, when we became really clear of what we wanted to be really good at, it's, it helped us strip away some overhead that, you know, we were, we were in a pretty big building I think we had 10,000 square feet, which is really big for a CrossFit gym. Yeah. Wow. Um, and we, so we, we split off or we basically got out of part of that, our our building was kind of split up into four different rooms. So we were able to get out of the lease on part of it because we, it became very clear that we wanted to focus on coaching and have a high touch service with our, with our clients. And without us, we wouldn't have known that we would have just continued to do the same thing that we've always done and just bled money into a space that wasn't really giving us any return. And in a similar scenario, uh, last year we shut down our gym for eight weeks uh, due to COVID. And part of our focus on coaching then allowed us to start connecting with members on a weekly or bi-weekly basis via text or via phone call. And on top of that, we really started to ramp up our personal training. Most most CrossFit gyms will offer a, a uh, personal training, but most of it is a group fitness class. It's the community that's that comes with CrossFit is very, uh, very open and you want to have a lot of people, you know, together and, and celebrating each other, but it allowed us to really move into a place where we were providing personal training and one-on-one services, because that's really what we felt comfortable being able to do during COVID. So our gym was closed to group classes. We moved all the group classes to Zoom, but then we were able to really ramp up our, our personal training. And so what we saw is a shift then in our gym and our, in our revenue, our revenue was the second highest uh, annual revenue we've ever had in the gym, and a lot of that was from EOS helping us clarify what it is specifically that we wanted to accomplish, who we loved to work with, and um, then who who specifically we needed to target when we when we would market what we offered, um, and and telling the right story to those people. Nice. I just talked a whole lot
0: no that's awesome and i think i think that's important you know because i mean obviously we love storytelling and you know we do it through video um and story cruise helps people find those videographers to find those stories but really the, part, the first part is what story who do you want to tell a story to yeah right? that's so crucial and so many people don't get that part so what was that process like of figuring out who you wanted to
1: work with who they wanted to work with that's a great question. Um- it's been an iteration. So we started the EOS process three years ago. And who our, who our target market, which is what we call it in EOS, our target market, the people that we want to work with has changed. Um, but as we started, to after, after the ownership change, we kind of revisited the whole vision traction organizer, that document that houses all of this stuff, and dug back in of, you know, who are the people that we love to work with? So, so we kind of did it two different, two different ways. We, we just had all of our coaches put on a list. All right. Make a list of the five or eight people that when they walk into the gym, you're excited to see them. They, they bring energy. you love to see them. Um, It's not one of those people that you just kind of like, Oh crap, they're here today. Right. Who are those people that you love to work with? And then on the other side of that, we also went to our, um, to our, our client management software, our CRM, and uh, did a query to figure out who had the highest lifetime value to us. So, who had spent the most money in our gym, who had, and who brings us joy. And we tried to marry those two together. And uh, it, it helped us kind of flesh out um, the target, like in our minds, and to help everybody oh, we want Mary's and we want Jack's, but we don't want bill, right? We don't want Karen. Well, we had a lady named Karen and we loved her. So that's, that's probably not a good, uh, a good reference, but you know, what I'm talking about. We, every business owner I've, I've talked to when I say you, you could probably tell me right now, if you, the clients that if you never had to see them or talk to them ever again, you would be thrilled. Right. And sometimes we keep them around because we feel like we need that, that income, we need the revenue from them um and a lot of times they're a bigger piece of your of your business and it's kind of scary to think about what do we do if we get rid of them but once we clarified who we are as our with our core values and who we liked to work with and who we didn't uh, it led to a, a pretty challenging decision but we ended up firing some clients from our gym that didn't fit what we were trying to go or where we were trying to grow and uh that was that was a wild time that was about two and a half three months of heartache because they came back with a vengeance and you know all their you know posting things on social media and and sending their their friends to review our gym with one star reviews people you know we're getting reviews from people i've never even seen at the gym or don't even live in our area and so that was kind of wild it was kind of wild but yeah we've cut but i think what that did was set us up to be so much stronger when we hit that was at the that was the summer of 2019 when 2020 rolled around, the people that were left were people that believed in what we were trying to do at the gym, right? Nice. Um, our purpose statement, which is what we developed with EOS, is to positively impact and change people's lives by creating a strong, brave, healthy community through coaching and education, right? So that's what we want to do, and every every decision that we make, whether that's um, whether we're going to offer more classes or we're going to hire more coaches, whether we're going to um market to who we're going to market to we want people to understand that when they come in we are going to connect with them on a really personal level um so that we can positively impact and change their lives and reciprocally they're going to positively impact and change our lives
0: love it i love it there's so much to unpack there but i think it's an important story um but i want to back up a little it's interesting that, you know, you got the bad social media, right? And a lot of people are like, oh, I can't handle that. First of all, how did you fire the clients? And then second of all, how did you get handled the bad social media? Because I mean, I also think that on the flip side, that's a sign that those people need to go anyways. Yeah. Right. So it's like, like you break up with someone and and they're all of a sudden start talking bad about you. That was a sign that that needed to happen. Yeah. But how did you do it? Did you take in take them into a room and go hey it's it's you not me <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: a great question um so there were there were two or three that were kind of at at the at the pinnacle of a group of folks and you know we would have members that would say they were uncomfortable when they were in the when these when these members were in the gym or you know our coach some of our coaches from the past had said. I don't enjoy being in the gym coaching when when these individuals are there and so we had talked we had had conversations with them before it wasn't like this is the first time um, and it had been kind of rocky and it had been kind of up and down and so yeah we called we called them into an office and uh, and just said hey you know what it's probably better if you just if you go to a different facility like it's you're not happy here. We're not happy here. Like, let's just, you know, we refund, we'll refund you this month and, you know, we'll just, you know, go to go our separate ways. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, so that was a, that was an interesting meeting. Yeah. Uh, That takes, that takes
0: cojones.
1: Yeah. And so then, yeah, the, the social media blew up and there were, there were members who were still around who supported the decision. And so, you know, they took it upon themselves to go out and write five-star reviews to try to counteract or they got into it on social media. But from, from our standpoint, we basically just posted a statement that said, I don't remember exactly what it said, but basically with the effect of when when someone would write a bad review about us, we would say, I would, I would respond and say, you know, we are going to make decisions to create a, a basically a, a place where other members want our members feel comfortable being and we don't apologize for that you know we didn't need to engage in um specifics with people on social media or in google reviews um you're not going to change anybody's mind and you know we didn't yeah we i try to be careful what how much i say a couple of the members that we we asked to leave took it a completely different way from what the actual issue was, and they they uh, they made it sound like they were dismissed for political beliefs and things like that, which <laughs> had zero to do with why we dismissed them. And it, uh, yeah, so there there are things that we learned from that, though, that I wish that we would do different. That I think that we would do different. And part of part of the issue came from we didn't do a really good job early on of having of having better communication. When we have issues with somebody, we just kind of let it fester and, and stick around and stick around and stick around. I will say this about EOS. One of the one of the six key components for EOS is an issues list. And mm-hmm. every week you're looking at this issues list and trying to solve the most important things. I guarantee and then there's part of the, the level 10 meeting that you have every week, there's people headlines uh, where you are you know talking about good and bad things from your employees and, and your clients. And I guarantee you that if we had used EOS you know, long before this had all happened, we would have addressed the issue before it got to this place where all of a sudden now it blows up into a much bigger thing. Mm-hmm. And um, instead of putting band-aids on problems, you're actually digging in and actually trying to get the problem solved. Yep. I would, I I would say that if anybody starts getting poor reviews, if it's, if it's warranted, it's very important that you get out in front of it and, and try to connect with that person offline. Don't try to litigate your side of the story in Google reviews. Um, there's a company here locally uh, who I just remember after getting all these bad reviews, I was like, I want to know what other people are rated, right? Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of started scrolling, and I heard about this this uh, bike shop in town that had really terrible reviews, and the, the people would write in the review like, the owner's such a jerk, and, blah, blah, blah. and I just went in for a bike for my kid, and he basically didn't even talk to me, and. No soup for you. Yeah, and then the owner <laughs> would write back and be like, "Well, I didn't want you to be here anyway." Like, <laughs> wow, it was crazy. <laughs> I think uh, knowing what you want from your business and knowing what you stand for will—it's—it's it's not the only comfort, but it's—it's it's really helpful to know those things when you're going through crappy moments like that. Uh, yeah. It's It can be really hard to weather that storm if you don't know why you're doing what you're doing.
0: My name is Gino Wickman. I decided that I want to start to put great video content out to the world. And so the goal was one great video every week. And, and so I was introduced to ION and, and that's what brought me into this video world and got me embracing this video world and having a great
1: strategy
0: around putting videos out to the world. Because there's so much more than just shooting a video. And so the way that he positions those videos, optimizes those videos, he's done a great job. Yep. yeah, I think that's, it's so important. And it'll allow you to get through. Uh, because otherwise, I mean, you're sitting there going, "Why I, I want to quit, right?" Because you exactly. you don't have any any direction, and you're like, "Man, these people are horrible," and you focus on the bad people, yeah. and uh, you know, it, and it's it's scary. You said, "Yeah, I, I think that's an important thing with the issues list." Now, let's look positive, right, yep. and say, uh, "What were your keys then?" You know, from a marketing perspective, what were some of the key things that you did in 2020, and how did you implement? Because Here's the other thing with U.S. too, right? It's a planning thing, right? It's a quarterly and it's, it's it's you know, adapting, but it's, you know, you got to sit down and with, with everything that happened, you had to do it fast. Yeah. How did you figure out and what worked and what didn't work?
1: We, we spend a lot of our resources on uh, social media marketing. So mostly um, Instagram and Facebook. A couple of our members own a, a video studio. And so they've helped us, Craft what we we have an athlete of the month and they've helped us work with those. We have a a podcast that they record for us, and then uh, we we put out called CrossFit Linking Connections. What worked was when we started posting uh, posts about our athletes rather than um, a Canva post that you kind of created that's impersonal. Uh, When people people want to see themselves uh, when they're, you know, working out in the gym, I, I have a, a buddy who told me, you know, um, people feel sheepish about posting about themselves, but when the gym posts about them, they're happy to share that to their pages. And they're happy to send their friends to go look at it when they're athlete of the month, you'll see them share the link to their podcast, video podcast or so the, so that their friends can, can hear it and things like that. But it's almost like they don't want, they're a little bit nervous or shy to share that on, on their own. And so what worked for us from a marketing standpoint was just flooding the zone. What I would say with positive stories of people that were showing up consistently and working hard. That's, that's kind of our our target market is the 25 to 55 year old men and women in the Lincoln, Nebraska area who are hardworking, consistent, um, and have positive attitude. That's who we want to work with. Um, And so we, we try to tell We try to highlight those people on a regular basis. So, our coaches with the group coach, uh, with our group classes, they're all responsible for posting one member from their class every single week and highlighting somebody new, right? So, today's post was a guy named Clayton who just joined the gym a month ago. He owns a construction company. And the coach basically just gave him a shout out on, on Instagram and Facebook and said, Hey, here's Clayton. He's, he's, you know, he's been here every day for a month and he's starting to get better. And you see him doing ring pull-ups. We have a lady who's a pers- in personal training. Her name's Kathy. I love this lady. Uh, so positive, but she, so she was supposed to, she had just retired in mm, March or April, I think of 2020. And so she was supposed to go, On like a on a I think a cruise to Greece for six weeks or something, but the cruise got canceled because of COVID, and so she turned around and took that money and was like, "Well, I'm going to start personal training." And uh, you know, she had a hard time getting around and moving, and now she's in the gym uh, three or four days a week and and uh, lifting weight that she never thought she could. You know, she's retired, but so we highlight those stories because we we just love to see um, how people's attitude and their their physical health and their mental health, all changes um, when they start to be consistent uh, moving. So when we find that there are posts that have been really highly engaged with and people start to share them, then we usually put a little mo- bit of money behind that to boost that uh, because it's already content that it's obvious that people have enjoyed. Uh, yes. We do have we do have a couple of evergreen ads that just continually run um, and we're still, some of, some of them haven't worked. You know, I've had, we, we have a nutrition program and we had run some ads with some, with, you know, what I love about Facebook is it will automatically AB test things for you. If you put different, um, different creative with it or different media with it. And uh, so it'll run different media or different creative or different pictures with your copy. And so, I still haven't found a good, I would say that didn't work for me. I still haven't found good copy for our nutrition program to help people understand what it is that they would be getting when they're doing that, you know, and it, a lot of it is just the accountability. We're habits based. We want to help teach people, teach people to fish rather than, you know, giving them a fish kind of an idea when it comes to, to nutrition. Um, a lot of people have a really negative, uh, interaction or a negative experience with food or negative relationship with food. And we want to help change that through changing their habits. Uh, incrementally instead of just basically saying, all right, we're going to starve you for the next three months and you'll lose a lot of weight. And then when we're done, you'll gain it all back because you just want to eat everything that you didn't get to eat before. And we, we avoid that like the plague. I don't know if I should say like the plague in the middle of COVID. I don't know if that's probably appropriate.
0: Well, I mean, we are hopefully avoiding the plague, like the plague.
1: I I avoid (laughs) that like COVID.
0: Oh, that's hilarious. That, but that's, it's interesting. Yeah. And I mean, copy is tough and people that it's it, it, testing is so important and people don't realize the copy, but you, you're leaps ahead. If you know who exactly you're talking to. Yeah. Um. You know, one of the other things I always talk about too, is, you know, you have to know their situation, that moment that they're in, uh, you know, because COVID is a different situation and, and you yeah. talked about that, but it, it's, it's really, really interesting that you do this and how are you, you know, when you get into deciding what to focus on, obviously EOS is about focus and especially in your marketing, how are you all prioritizing and deciding that in your meetings?
1: Like how do we prioritize the marketing Yeah, in our meetings? Yeah, because I mean, you can't do everything at once. Right, right. So last year, that's a good question. That's a really good question. So one thing that EOS did for us as a company, it allowed us to say, you know, we... In the last year, we changed to Lincoln Nutrition and Fitness because we wanted people to recognize and we're home with Prosper Lincoln. We wanted people to recognize that A, we have nutrition, and B, we think it's so important that we put it in our name. Um, last year, uh, at our annual meeting, you know, EOS has this quarterly cadence where you're having a meeting every quarter, it's a full-day session where you're just basically revisiting the vision, you're revisiting core values, making sure everybody's on the same page. And then at the annual, it's usually a two-day session. So at our two-day session for 20 at the end of 2019, we looked at, at what happened in 2019, started to look forward through 2020 and what we wanted to do. And we circled personal training as a goal for us to establish in the gym. And so we pushed a lot more marketing dollars towards personal training. We reached out to clients in the gym. Early on, we offered some, some promotionals for folks to buy one session and, and get one free. We uh, handed out cards to our, to our athletes that were kind of the, our favorite people and said, hey, give this to a friend to, for a free personal training session, right? So we, so we worked with some affinity marketing, some face-to-face, like we like you, your friends are probably just like you, we'd love more people just like you, give this to, to them. Um, when we did focus and target things on, on Facebook or, or Instagram, we were really highlighting that personal training. And this year it's for nutrition. And so we're, we're starting to do that same thing where our coaches, when they meet with goal review sessions with the athletes, they're, they're talking through where are you at? What's what's working? What's not working? And if it seems like nutrition would be that missing piece for them, they're going to talk to them about that. We are we're making it very clear and, and very um, obvious When people request pricing, you know, we have packages that are set up with fitness and nutrition. It's not just one or the other. And and it shifts all the time, right? So we try things for a quarter and if it's, if we aren't moving the bar, we aren't moving the needle, we have that conversation at the quarterly where we get to kind of check that quarterly issues list, say, all right, we haven't really moved the needle yet. What's the next thing that we can try? What's the next step for us to try to, to grow specific areas of the business?
0: Nice. And so now um, with, you know, now you're growing the business and 2021's coming out. What do you see as like your main focuses this year, uh, you know, from a, a business standpoint and especially a marketing standpoint now that, you know, everything's shifted and everything's changed? What are your big, what are your big moves?
1: I think a lot of people want things to go back to quote unquote normal. And it's going to take a longer than people want, but it will come it it will feel like it takes longer than it than it probably does. We're starting to see people who are tired of being in quarantine or tired of being not around people, who are like, you know what? I gained that that COVID nineteen pounds, and I'm ready to shed that. Or the what what's been great about kind of uh, narrowing our focus and cutting down our space and cutting down our size. Um, it's allowed us to be a little more a little more direct when we meet with people and it's a, it feels like a, a little more what am i trying to say inclusive is not the right word but it it feels like a tighter knit space mm-hmm. um, so if if you've been out or if you've been quarantined a long time or you've been really avoiding people our spaces can is allows us to have you train in a safe spot where you know if you if you feel comfortable taking your mask off you can because there's not going to be people nearby that's there's plenty of of social distance and I think helping helping people feel comfortable and safe in a gym space there's been plenty of reports of you know I I'm probably highly attuned to when there are news reports that come out of whether there are outbreaks in in a gym or whether I have people there's people that are arguing that gyms are the safest place to be and it's like, which which news outlet or which YouTube video am I watching determines whether I think it's safe or not? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so just trying to, I think, helping people see uh, other under other individuals who have started in the midst of COVID or or at the beginning of 2021 and have them start to see that things have shifted and moved for them and it, that it's been safe for them to be at the gym. Uh, a lot of what we want to do is create the... Uh, Um, a thought that it's safe to be in our space to work out and we can help you achieve whatever it is. The goal is that you have for yourself. That's kind of been our, our messaging when it comes to, when I, you know, I'm doing calls with people or when I, when people come into the gym or when I'm interacting on social media with people, we we're trying to create uh, content that people can see that it is safe to be in this, in the gym.
0: Nice. That's fantastic.
1: Awesome. And so now
0: you're, you're also you're doing fractional integrator work as well, correct? That's correct.
1: That's correct. Uh,
0: let's get into how how would someone work with you? What kind of companies do you work with? And, you know, what does that mean to be a fractional integrator for them?
1: So I would say that I'm a I'm an implementer first and then I'm a fractional integrator at the gym. So if someone was going to engage with me, it would be as an implementer. Uh, helping them go through and implement the the EOS tools in their business, um, but there are there are companies out there that just do fractional integrating. So for a lot of small businesses, it's it's tough to provide a competitive salary for someone to work full time. A lot of times, that that integrator role is what people would consider a CEO or a or president if there's a CEO up above, right? So they're kind of the day to day. They help make sure that the the key functions in the business are working well together and harmonious. They're removing obstacles. They're, they're helping make sure that the sales and marketing function, the operations function or functions and the finance function, they're all kind of working together and, and kind of they're the traffic cop. And so to speak, um, and every company is unique in how they set up that accountability chart, because, you know, everybody's has different divisions and they have a different way that they've done business, but basically the EOS model talks about how there's really only three major functions in in a business that sales and marketing function so how do we go out and get leads how do we close those leads the operations function or functions how am i producing uh my goods or how am i delivering the services to our clients and then the finance function which usually houses it and hr and all, all of those things and you want to have all of those strong and that integrator is who comes in and makes sure that those other those others are playing nice and, and have you know have the momentum that they need have everything that they need to do that So if someone was gonna engage with me, what I'm gonna do is come in and help them build that accountability chart. I'm gonna help them learn how to set up this quarterly and then weekly cadence so that they have an absolute pulse of what's going on in their business or helping develop and and kind of flesh out the core values and uh, what we call core focus. So what is it that you're the best at and wanna be the best at over any of your competitors or anything like that, helping them set a 10-year target so that bigger kind of long-term goal that everybody gets excited about when they show up at work. Uh, helping them develop their own target market list of, of people that they want to work with. And that's specifically, you know, where do they live? The, so demographic, psychographic, and geographic list of people that they want to work with. So they're really laser focused on who they like to work with. And I'll tell you right now, it might sh- it might shrink your client list. It might help you get rid of some people that you're, t- you're tired of working with, um, but ultimately you're a whole lot happier. If, uh, if you're able to clean that up, they're nice. going to identify three uniques. So what is it about, what are three, what are the three things that set them apart from, from uh, their competitors? So your competitors might have one or two of these things, but they don't have all three. And it really helps uh, when you're selling to your, your clients and you're having those conversations, those sales meetings with your clients or setting up your marketing, you're able to highlight these things that set you apart. Um, and the people that you've targeted that, Uh, with that list are going to resonate with what sets you apart. So it marries the two together uh, really, really well. And then we encourage people to have a proven process. Like it's a one page document that helps people understand that if I became, so for example, Lincoln nutrition and fitness, if I come in for my no sweat intro and then I go through our foundations and, I, and I, I go through our foundations and I start with nutrition and then I get into my group classes or I start doing personal training. And then I just go through this cycle like this. That's, I'm gonna see how things are going. We're gonna prescribe any changes that need to happen. And then I'm just gonna keep seeing results over and over and over again. So it's just this one page. This is the EOS process, proven process right here. It starts with a 90 minute meeting. And then there's the focus day and then you've got the two vision building days and then similar to ours at the gym you just get into this quarterly kind of cadence where you're every 90 days you're checking out how did we do last quarter oh uh, it, it was a c or is a b what do we need to fix all right let's look ahead and, and see what we need to fix so that you're always progressing and it doesn't mean that you're always growing revenue or or anything like that what i tell business owners is i help you get what you want from your business So if you want more revenue, EOS can help with that. If you want more time with your family, EOS can help with that. If you want less time with your family, probably not not the best bit. But it just you know, if you want to sleep better at night because you're less worried about what whether things are getting done in your business, if you're not doing them, that's going to help with that.
0: Love it. Yeah, I mean it's it's crucial. It changes businesses. You know, we've done. We've interviewed, I've interviewed so many people that run EOS and it, it, it just transforms businesses. And absolutely. absolutely. It, that's what I love to
1: do. Yeah. I love to help. I love to help people. I love to help business owners fall back in love with their business.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, we can get, we can find you at where's your, what's your website again? Yourgrowthguide.com. That's
1: right. Yourgrowthguide.com.
0: And what's the best way to get in touch with you directly? LinkedIn?
1: uh linkedin would be awesome or you can email me aaron at yourgrowthguide.com either of those would be great yeah love love to connect with folks
0: awesome yeah make sure to connect with aaron um aaron this has been fantastic thank you so much for being on the garlic marketing show
1: yeah thanks so much for having me i it's been it's been a blast nice well
0: great job and i really appreciate it and hopefully you all take some of this stuff away especially if you have a gym Um, If you're feeling trapped, if you feel like your business is not moving the direction you want, EOS can help reach out to Aaron. Uh, Obviously, he's had a lot of success. He did it during COVID, which was a tough time for Jim's. Uh, I think if you, it's like it's like the New York of gyms, right? If you can yeah. do it then, you can do it anywhere. Uh, <laughs> but um, thanks again, Aaron, for being on. And thank you all for listening and watching. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you're not watching on YouTube, make sure to go subscribe at cruisetube.com. We've got a lot of things coming out there, but thank you all for watching. And this has been Iron Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. Video, you know what will make you an authority?